1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. Double Welcome to the and Colleen and Bradley show, show on MyTalk Talk 1071, streaming double live at MyTalk1071.com. Uh, what a rude,
2: rude, DIAGE.
1: Bradley Trainer. Why? <laughs> mine? I'm sorry, I didn't grab you one. I should have grabbed you yeah, one. You should
2: have. And you failed. And now I'm going to just make you feel like trash.
1: What should I have grabbed you?
2: A diet Dr. Peepers.
1: Mmm. Mm.
2: and then she like holds oh, it up so good. to the camera like look what i have and you it's know so good. it's real good
1: uh happy tuesday everybody i hope pew, you're haunting your loved ones with diet dr pepper or whatever <laughs> this is the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 did i already do that whatever you know where you are. Yeah. Okay. Can we talk about some royal stuff here because Prince Andrew is uh, really, really practicing some social distancing.
2: Well, actually, can I just be uh, an on-air producer for five seconds? Why not? Can we start with the Hagen and Mary stuff because? Oh. I would rather end on the perv alert, mostly because I just I don't want to start in that place because oh he's sure. a skeezy. because he's gross nasty pants.
1: Okay. So okay. I'm going to, hold on. I got to look this up because I put the wrong story up there and I forgot to replace it. Um,
2: I mean, I can go if you need me to. No, no, no. It's all good. Drop this on you.
1: Um, It's fine. So here's, okay, so then let's start with Meghan and Harry. So there's all kinds of royal news. And the most recent royal news is that Meghan and Harry are looking for, check this out. They're looking for a new home near Tom Hanks. Oh.
2: These no. these bitches are so thirsty.
1: Okay, right? Because here
2: is why. Oh, Tom Hanks! We got to get all up in his business. This is
1: from two days ago. This article was posted on the Daily Mail. Like, take that with a grain of salt, but something tells me they know some stuff. Okay. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle look to buy a thirteen million dollar mansion around the corner from Tom Hanks and Ben Affleck. Oh God! Complete with a quote. Ready for it? Mm-hmm. Granny Annex
2: um, for Doria Ragland. I got one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, come on into my granny annex. Okay. Um what? Yeah, okay.
1: So a couple questions, some thoughts. Okay. Don't they already have a home in LA?
2: Well, yes, allegedly, supposedly, probably not, but they do because Royals. So yeah, they have a property that they're living in now, but you know how this works. Like, I first guess. of all, That's not in their name. It's in some, like, shell corporation or something, right, Holly? Isn't that the way that works?
0: Oh, yeah. There's an LLC here, a holding company there. That's how big-time celebrities buy real estate. So they They could easily...
2: And you know how, like, remember this whole thing with the cart? See, they're just doing the thing that the rich people do, which is... Um, never pick a house and always have a story about all the houses they're buying. Because remember how the Kardashians, like, we couldn't figure out for the life of us where they actually lived on right. a daily basis? Because they got to live somewhere, but they're too busy buying properties, fancying them up, flipping, flopping, and then selling them again. So I, I just wish um that we knew actually what they were doing.
1: Listen, here's all I know. I would just like to... I like to think sometimes about what, if I had a house the size of the home that they are looking at with the granny annex.
2: What is a great Does it mean something attached to the house? I or think like it
1: means a, like a, a
2: grandma apartment. Yeah. It means a grandma apartment. I don't know if that means like it's in a mother-in-law suite. What do they call yeah, that? All
1: of those things. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in the house, if it's attached, adjacent, who knows. Right. But. When I look at the pictures of the property that they're reportedly
2: eyeing. Can you link to that just so I can Google oh, or gander at it? Because I
1: do want you to gander through it. What I've learned is that if I were this level rich, Oprah level rich.
2: Yeah, OLR.
1: And I had a home like this. I would literally just walk through it every day just in a really fashionable moo style Dress,
2: yeah, done. Um, fashionable, also really.
1: Well, I have a fashion mumu. Don't get me started. I would walk through the house in my large fashion mumu, going a fumu. I'm so rich. I would just like constantly because I don't know what the purpose would be of having a home this size if you had to work so hard to afford it you need to be able to enjoy it and part of enjoying it to me seems like it would be walking from room to room announcing to the room that i'm so rich
2: okay i have a question (laughs) what so the question is Mm -hmm. what's the truth is the truth because here's here part of me says you would never you're never in this house You're never living there, and if you are, you're there for like five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. You only get to appreciate about 10% of the house on any given basis, so most of it goes unutilized, and it's a complete waste. Is that the truth, or is the truth, yeah, fat chance, grandpa, I'm like, I am enjoying all of every inch of this, and I am loving it, and... uh, The only reason I want you to think otherwise is so you don't realize how good I actually do have it.
1: I don't know what the truth is. Do you see what I'm saying? Like,
2: I I always go back and forth between like, and I think that's what us poor folk do. And I don't say that word realistically. I'm being facetious because.
1: Those of us who are not OLR.
2: We have, we are very privileged. But my point is. Is that just something people like us, ordinary folks, say to ourselves so that we don't burn down that house? Like I, if we don't show up with pitchforks on their front gate?
1: I don't know, because the the story that they want us to, to know about them, the, the they in this case being people who are upper level rich and have these homes, they want us to believe they have to work so hard That they're like the Kardashians. That they're never enjoying it. That they are working so hard so that they can afford that house. Now, in my mind, in my my practical, logical mind, I would think to myself, what's the point then of having that beautiful house if you can never enjoy it because you're working so hard? Yeah. Then why don't you just have a studio apartment and eat ramen?
2: But then I wonder, like, with those two, are they—I mean, look, don't send me emails, but— Do they really work that hard in the sense that they can't enjoy it? Meaning, I'm sure they're working and doing stuff, but like, I feel like they're probably still have plenty of time in a given day to appreciate this. I mean, especially in this moment. But, you know, I I just feel like it's not like they're like, what are they doing? I mean, I I know know they're doing stuff, but you know what I mean, relatively speaking.
1: Well, I will tell you what Megan is about to do. She's allegedly about to relaunch the TIG. And we sort of mentioned this yesterday. Um, the TIG being her lifestyle brand, which was a lifestyle brand.
2: Very goopy. And okay, so now we have a TIG, a goop, and a poosh. Oh, <laughs> Tell boy. me what a TIG is.
1: A TIG, a goop, and a poosh walk into a bar. Sounds like an
2: Aesop's fable. <laughs> it
1: does, doesn't it?
2: Well, take the goop, and the poosh. I don't really
1: know what the TIG is. I, because here's the other thing. With goop, I understand the perspective, Right. I think we've had more time with goop. Yeah, I don't know enough about Meghan Markle to know what her perspective is, to understand what the TIG is. And I didn't look at the TIG before I knew what a Meghan Markle was. So I also don't quite understand who the audience is for the TIG and how the TIG was successful prior. I don't know. But what I do know is an insider, royal expert, Micah Meyer, told the Royally Obsessed podcast last week, quote, I think she's going to do a goop Like a new version of the TIG. Also, 10 years ago, we wouldn't have known what any of this meant. Um, And then this person said, I really think that's what's coming. Uh, I have a friend with a little bit of insider knowledge, and I think she's already working on something. I think we'll be seeing something very interesting and creative with masterminds from all over the world coming together to bring something inspiring soon. So apparently that's like part of their brand plan which I'm not surprised by in the least no
2: of course not and this is the thing where if you've been following us for any length of time you already know this but if you're just joining us like our whole critique of Harry and Meghan is that we see you right like no you know you guys can judge for yourselves what you think of it but we see it and what we see is that these two realize that they would be more um valuable to themselves and their family away from the strictures of the royal family such that they needed to divorce themselves from it. And they knew that they could make a booty load of money uh, more than they could ever and not just money. So fine, say it's not all about money, but whatever it is that they're looking for, they would be far more successful outside of that bubble only if they could at least capitalize on the uh, bubble that Sort of helped birth them, right? Right, like all the privilege they were given uh, with their their uh, royal roles um, and connections that that gave that has situated them well to now make money off of those brands, um, you know. And and so you can judge accordingly. But but like I mean, they are just swimming. Mm-hmm. in a pool of potential wealth. I yeah. mean, now the world is a little different, so God only knows, but that's that's what we saw initially in the beginning, right? Right,
1: right. Okay, can we get to, because we only have like 50 seconds, yeah. and I definitely want to talk about Prince Andrew's social distancing.
2: Yeah, so he has been using this time to social distance uh, Prince Andrew, which is good. That. We commend I, that. I think I may have even seen him wear a mask, oh, you um, but saying? he's wearing a mask to avoid... Uh, (laughs) connecting with people in positions of authority, and he's also been social distancing from justice because the stories that have been coming out about him in this time are that he has now ignored three formal requests to be interviewed under oath um, in connection with his relationship with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. And this is, now, this all comes from David Boyes and... Long story there, we don't have time for. But this is a lawyer who's representing more than a dozen of Jeffrey Epstein's victims, and he says that, frankly, Prince Andrew has not been prepared to cooperate. And for whatever reason uh, he gives for that, it it really doesn't matter. What it says is that, regardless of why you you say you're not cooperating, um, at the end of the day, you're just preventing yourself from being held accountable mm-hmm. for your connections to and relationship with like one of the most insidious like. Uh, perpetrators of sexual assault mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. very long and time. trafficking. Trafficking. Human trafficking, uh, yes. rape, um, pedophile. Uh,
1: assault. I yeah. mean, all of it. Yeah. yeah, just put it all in one disgusting bucket.
2: And this was not just some acquaintance. Yeah. This is a man who, when he decided that it, things were too awkward that he would actually fly to this guy's house and stay with him and go for long walks in the park to talk about how their relationship needed to change so yeah anyway he's he's social distancing from From justice from
1: the law when we come back on the colleen and bradley show elizabeth reese is bringing all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert on my talk 1071
2: this is a my talk dirt alert
1: Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt, straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends.
3: Hi. Hey. All sorts of stuff happening today. Nice. Um, you know, this is very sad. Vanessa Bryant says she discovered a card that her late husband Kobe Bryant wrote for her. Aww. Um, the envelope she found was addressed to the love of my life. She's celebrating her 38th birthday this week. And she says she found this letter uh, nearly four months after his death in a helicopter crash, of course, alongside their daughter, Gianna. And he said, uh, Vanessa said, yesterday, I found an envelope labeled to the love of my life from to Poppy. I waited to open one more letter on my birthday. It gave me something to look forward to today. And um, it's just very sweet. She just posted a photo of the envelope. So that is heartbreaking and sad. I know. Kind of makes you think like you should write letters to people you love. Right? Uh, did, you somewhere? Just,
1: did you just read my mind? I went in your mind. You did. And then I mind. decided to articulate what I Thank found in you. there. Thank you for that. Now, I will do that every time j- I read you. your mind. I think that's a wise choice. I just
3: read your mind again. No. Yes, you did. <laughs> Elizabeth, what am I thinking right now? I, about lunch. How did you know? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it was amazing. I bet you know
2: what she's eating, too.
3: I bet. I do. Taco salad. Oh my See? Gosh. <laughs> it's like she's psychic. <laughs> poo? <laughs> I know what's on the menu. <laughs> um, okay, Katy Perry giving fans a look at her um, Met Gala look that would have been... So she shared a photo of a Jean-Paul Gaultier dress on what was supposed to be Met Gala Monday. So, you know, today would have been a day when we were talking about what everyone wore and all the drama and all the, you know, who Anna Wintour invited and who she snubbed and whatnot. Um, But she gave fans and followers a glimpse of what could have been. so a long list of celebrities Uh. were paying tribute to this fashion event on social media.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Media last night. Did she? Okay, I'm, this is such a dumb question. I did not see this uh, outfit outfit. It's like a um, Is it maternity though? Yeah, it has a oh, that's so space cool. for her bump, but it's like a It's
2: kind of like a Madonna A
3: Madonna like cone bra, oh, but fun. all super strappy and then and then around her tummy. It's very difficult to describe. It is hard to describe.
1: Uh it it is very artistic though. Are yeah. you, will you be purchasing this for yourself <sighs> as a maternity look, Elizabeth? No, I'm wondering. I, I will not.
3: Okay. I, I will not. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to get by on just oh, as few maternity things as possible. I get it. Well,
2: this all makes sense because uh, Jean Paul Gautier was the one who made that Madonna piece.
3: Yeah, I did oh, not realize yeah. that. So it was kind of like a throwback to so that. So an
2: homage, if you will.
3: I like it. Yeah. That makes very much sense. What was going to be the?
1: Um, I can't theme remember this what here? the theme was. Neither can
3: I. Uh, yeah.
2: About time, fashion, and duration.
1: Oh, well, that would have made sense. Oh, so
3: that does make sense because the outfit then was a throwback to the piece that Madonna wore in 1990. Yeah, it was the blonde cool. ambition
2: tour. That all makes sense.
3: I hmm. like it. Uh, Very adorable. Here's a little telling um, moment from Kristen Cavallari's past in which she was asked for marriage advice two months before she and Jay Cutler announced their split. So it's this clip from a fan Q&A session that TMZ got and um, they're asked about marriage advice from a newly engaged fan. And Kristen Cavallari, who's sitting next to Jay Cutler, goes, don't do it. <gasps>
2: they oh. laughed.
3: But then, of course, they'll announce their split two months later. Yep.
2: Okay. Yeah. This had to be coming. I do you feel like
1: I also feel like For that sure. is such an awkward, you know, it is awkward when then you look back at, you know, what has occurred. <laughs> and you can look at it with different eyes. Mm-hmm. That is an awkward moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And
3: I mean, it's so true. It's like you just you have no idea what's going on in people's marriages. Right. Until they tell you that they're splitting. And then it's like then they can tell you what mm-hmm. was going on in their marriage. If <laughs> exactly. They want to. Um, Scott Disick. Boy, I think he has a leg to stand on here. He plans to sue the rehab facility that he was spending time in over a leaked photo of him inside. Yeah. And it was published, and then he left the rehab facility. So it's called the All Points North Lodge in Edwards, Colorado. Um, There are reports that he has been spending time there for cocaine and alcohol abuse, although his attorney says, no, this has to do with grief issues that he hasn't dealt with from the loss of his parents several years ago. Um, But the CEO of this lodge is telling TMZ that his team is aware of the photo leak and is just sickened. About this says the protection of our clients, personal and confidential information is of the utmost importance to us. And he says the APN lodge team is sickened by any publication who would report on an individual's life struggles without their consent. Daily mail TV put out the photo. Okay. Can I just be a little,
1: Ooh, Ooh. what do you got?
2: I mean, I would maybe call Chris Jenner. Exactly. I would maybe call Chris Jenner for to find out who dropped that photo. Also, Do you know how many times um, agents, uh, and I'm thinking of one in particular, have worked out deals with rehab uh, places in order? And uh, when I say rehab places, I'm not talking about some of the more um, genuine ones that Mm -hmm. we know of have like done deals and given free treatment to people in order for publicity. I'm just saying like some of there
1: are certain types of like celebrity retreat type for sure.
2: like in rehab, generally
1: located in Malibu.
2: Yeah, Yeah, usually. Yeah. I don't know anything about anything with this All Points North Lodge. I'm just saying whenever I hear a Kardashian story and leaked footage, I'm like, okay, let's be a little thoughtful. What's
3: interesting, though, is you're not seeing the photo anywhere else. You know, like I'm seeing other I'm seeing other places report about This story
2: Without publishing
3: Without publishing the actual photo That came from inside the facility Is it the
1: one of him sitting in a chair In like a white room? Mm, I don't know Um, I can't see it I haven't seen it Interesting Publishing it Interesting. Interesting. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that delicious dirt alert. Hey, you're and welcome. Thank you for reading my mind. Uh, Exciting slash terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are gonna give you seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, Trainer. Ah. And this is your 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge.
2: 30 Seconds Challenge. What deliciousness have we got on the phone today?
1: We've got Jody on the line. And what, pray tell, is Jody playing
2: for? Jody is playing for a signature one of a kind this
0: My Talk 1071 t shirt.
2: Hey, Jody, you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge?
0: I'm going to try my best.
2: Okay, honey, uh, put on your seatbelt. Here we go. Who plays yep. Maverick in the movie Top Gun? Tom Cruise? Larry and Balky are the lead characters in what 80s 90s sitcom? Can you
1: repeat
2: that? Larry and Balky are the lead characters in what 80s 90s sitcom? Freeze Company? Nope. And I don't know. Scott Disick is the ex of which Kardashian. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry you did not get them all correct, Jody. unless sorry, you did honey. not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, uh, but you can play again tomorrow because we do it every day at yeah, 1230. Yeah, you sure can, honey. All right, let's go back and answer the ones she did not get correct.
2: Yeah, that would be it. Okay. Uh, who plays Maverick in the... M- oh, no, she, she did got get that one. Right. She got it. Yay. She, she got Tom one right. Cruise. Yay. Okay. Larry and Balky are the lead characters in what eighties nineties sitcom? That would
1: be Perfect Strangers. Scott
2: Disick is the ex of which Kardashian Jenner? That would be Courtney. Which athlete said? float like a butterfly sting like a bee. That would be Muhammad Ali. And which celebrity made the term smize famous? That would
1: be Tyra Banks or as is written, Tria Banks.
2: Tria Banks.
1: Uh, all right, now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item.
0: Blinded by safely say i never won a single spelling bee in my life. You know, you've got <laughs> also, you got other Also, you type very fast
1: and think at the same time and so you're bound to misspell the word tyra.
0: And it's okay. China, mm. banks.
2: And right. China banks. Just China banks. We're all trying to China banks.
0: Let's try to solve
2: the celebrity gossip ah, mystery.
0: There was a whole lot of extra scenes shot for that limited streaming series by the television horror director scenes that were way too raunchy but somehow ended up in his personal collection to share with his friends that's That's nasty
1: nasty.
2: okay so a whole lot of extra scenes for that limited television series uh streaming series what's that limited streaming series orthodox Mm.
0: by the Uh, television horror director is that
2: like a stephen king Uh, no
0: Know why NT Lawyer is classifying this person in this way. It's true, but this person is more than that.
2: Okay. Is it like a Steven Spielberg? No. Uh, and uh,
0: <sighs> they have made TV shows in the past that are scary. Uh huh. Um, but they've also made TV shows in the past that aren't scary. Ryan Murphy?
2: Thank you. Uh, oh, Hollywood. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because everybody talking about how that's sex.
1: Well, and uh, Darren Chris, who is in that, who was also in Glee, which is a Ryan Murphy production, um, said, "Literally, I think the quote was there were some scenes that didn't make it to the show that were making me clutch my pearls. It was raunchy and dirty."
2: Okay, I'm not that's surprised. Nasty. Read the thing. Let's talk nasty. about this nasty. That's nasty, bird. nasty, and I don't like it, it's nasty. So
0: there's a whole lot of extra horny scenes shot for Hollywood, that limited series by Ryan Murphy. Scenes that were way too raunchy to make the cut, but somehow they ended up in Ryan Murphy's personal collection that he can share with friends.
2: So I will say I toyed with watching that because, of course, there's a direct connection to that Scotty Bowers character who's like a was a real person until he passed away last year, who was sort of like the pimp for Hollywood back mm-hmm. in the Golden Age. Um, so I was kind of excited to see that, but then I heard... Um, oh gosh, who was it on Laurie and Julia from um, talking about how it maybe didn't hold up?
1: I do still kind of want to watch it. Like, sometimes I want to watch his stuff just to see how if it's bad or good.
0: Yeah. Well, and the problem is, you know, it's all about... Ryan Murphy is good when there's a self-contained story Mm -hmm. with narrative. This Mm -hmm. is kind of half the case. Right. Because it's revisionist history. Right. Which... Also, by the way, can I just say,
1: um, is similar to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and this feels a little too...
2: What do you mean? imitate Oh, like maybe...
1: Like maybe biting off of the success of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is revisionist history. I don't know. I don't know. I people think ryan murphy is a genius and i don't really think i think he ryan actually is
2: i think ryan murphy's genius is his um prolif pro is pro prof prof he is profuse uh-huh. the man is profuse and, and so profitable he, so yeah right so he has the ability to like shoot tons of things out into the universe um it's the problem is he becomes overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, by all accounts, no matter the series, at some point the series is going to like take a left turn off a cliff, and mm-hmm. you're like, "What the heck?" Right? Because we've all fallen victim to that. Whether it was uh, more than once. Whether it was um, a season of American Horror Story. Whether it was the one that came after that with the teenage or the Scream high, College. No, nope, not Scream. Scream. Yeah, no, it
1: wasn't called Scream Queens. Is what Scream it was called. Queens. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, there's a moment where you're like, I don't know. Right. Anyway. <laughs>
0: I don't know. What I do know is we've got another celebrity gossip mystery to solve. This illiterate A-list comic actress actually paid a paparazzo to come photograph her clapping for healthcare workers. That is taking thirst to a whole new level. Who's that? Well, you have to
2: figure it out. Well, Colleen just made an ooh, so I. Thought I just maybe think she it's knew. rude. That's all. Like <laughs> oh, that's just rude. An illiterate A minus list comic. That would be oh, that's totally Amy in humor.
1: That's not illiterate.
2: No, I was trying to make it <laughs> illiterate, um, but turns out I'm just illiterate. Mm. Um, Is it somebody? Ellen a generous. Oh. A minus Who comic. did that?
0: um okay seen the pictures they're out there Uh, this person used to have a show on Comedy Central at one point they have done multiple stand-up specials I believe Uh. do we like this person you know, I don't know because I don't think we've talked about this person that much on the show. But it's a she person. But it's a she person. Every name, though, mm. is not
2: illiterate that I'm coming and up with. And she's also
0: in movies or TV shows. I think she has done a little from column A and a little from column B.
2: Um, oh, Megan McCarthy. or Yeah, Megan McCarthy.
1: Melissa. Melissa
2: McCarthy. Sorry
1: no is she also a
0: comedian or is she yes yes. so she does stand Mm -hmm. up as well very much so she's uh, she's in the world of comedy okay so her first and last name starts with an s Mm. oh sarah silverman oh yeah yeah there she is girl she's kind of stepped in
2: the dog's business more than one time well Mm -hmm. yeah especially
1: with her like fierce defending
2: of or you know what's his face wearing blackface that too. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah but What's Silverman. the name of the
1: person who did the thing and had people watch
2: him? Oh yes, because she Cause totally defended guy. him. Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah, she
0: totally defended him. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Anyway, well, she's defended other people who've been problematic. So. Well,
0: Sarah Silverman paid a paparazzo to come photograph her clapping for healthcare workers. That is taking thirst to a whole new level. That's
2: rude. I mean, at least she was clapping for healthcare workers.
0: One more? Yeah. Yes, Um. All right. So whenever this foreign-born A-plus slash A-list singer starts blathering on about his actress wife and how wonderful she is, it's usually because she's cheating on him again.
2: Uh, Wait, he he blathers on about how wonderful she is when she's cheating on him?
0: Yes, meaning that, hey, look over here. Stop cheating on me. Oh, Foreign-born A plus
1: A list singer.
0: He likes to sing country music. Oh.
2: Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. Oh. Uh. Oh God, <gasps> Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Oh. Oh, she's totally cheating on him.
1: She should be. Oh. <gasps> what? I'm sorry. Did you just
2: say that she should be? No, that's infidel. That,
1: that was not what I think I meant. What I think I meant was I actually think she should just like leave altogether.
0: Well, apparently Nicole Kidman is cheating on Keith Urban and whatever that happens, Keith Urban out in public gushes nothing but nice things <laughs> about.
1: Also, why is he out in public? <laughs> like, aren't we all staying
2: home right now? Sorry, I'm amusing myself with that. Well, you know, that's important. It's a very important skill in this time.
0: Um, He said here one day ago. I'm just looking
2: up stories. Keith
0: Urban gets real about life during coronavirus quarantine. Mm. So he's not going out, so to speak. thank you. How is she
2: cheating on him, though? Well,
1: the gardener. Mm -hmm. The pool boy.
0: Also, she's in that realm of celebrity where we don't know what kind of rules they're playing. Yeah, That's true. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be phone sex. I just (laughs) think that,
2: um, what's her name? Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman. I just feel like she would be tiresome. Really? Oh, she would just be so intense. She seems like one of those people who would just be so um, just intense. Like oh, in talking I... about her craft.
1: Oh, my gosh. I don't care. I would put up with that if she would answer some questions about Tom Cruise. But do you think she would? I'm just saying if I got her solo, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yep. I will sit through this. And then I got a question about Tom Cruise that I need you to answer. And that would be our quid pro quo. When we come back, thank you, Holly, for those delicious thank blind you. items. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got more dish coming from <laughs> a bodyguard of Ellen DeGeneres. Ooh. Oh. Mm. We'll tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so I don't know why I found such great joy during this time of coronavirus quarantine, in reading stories about Ellen DeGeneres not being a nice person. Oh. I'm sorry, but I have. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Train. Why do you want to be so mean to Ellen? I know. She's so
2: fun. Oh, and
0: just nice.
1: Okay. Here's why.
2: Because. I mean, she's even friends with people
1: nobody is that nice all the time right even nice people have a Biachi streak don't i know it right thank you also i be and you never so to me i don't know i just am because she is the (laughs) queen of kindness and everybody's like Ellen degeneres is so nice so nice everything's so nice and now it's like uh some people are like yeah no she's really not that nice all the time in fact it's quite the opposite by all accounts. And so one of the people who's speaking out about her not niceness is the person who was hired.
2: What you call it not niceness. I think it's just meanness, but mm. yeah.
1: It's her uh the person who was hired to be her bodyguard mm-hmm. uh during the twenty fourteen Oscars. Yeah. So he was hired by a security firm to be her Kind of minder to be her bodyguard, but not only hers, Portia de Rossi, her wife, okay. and also Ellen's mom. So he had three people that he was kind of minding throughout the day and making sure they were safe. Sure. Um, and like, you know, for example, like if they were walking through a large group of people, he would have to hold Ellen's hands. Yep. To walk them, you know, to walk them all through these large groups as a way to keep them safe. And he's like, I'm holding their hands, I'm walking them through individuals and large groups of people. This guy, oh, by the way, his name is uh Tom major Major Check. That's what okay. we'll say. Major Check. Anyway, um, he's like, I'm holding their hands, I'm walking them through individuals and large groups of people. And Ellen is the one person that I've been assigned to, and I've been assigned to quite a few celebrities. And uh, but she's the one that has never taken the time to say hi to me.
2: Hmm. Oh, who does that sound like?
1: I feel like I'm supposed to know this answer. You
2: will. But just keep reading because okay. I, I read this story and I thought of somebody and I think.
1: Oh, know. OK. Um, He said that he spent a lot of time with Ellen's wife, Portia de Rossi, and she was really pleasant and carried on conversations. Um, But he said it started going negatively when she introduced me to Ellen and Ellen pretty much just gave me a side glance out of her eye Didn't even say hello or thank you for protecting my mother, my wife, and me. Um, Was she on the phone
2: looking at dog photos?
1: Oh, okay. Yep, you are correct.
2: That is correct. Also, I would pronounce his last name Major Cack.
1: Okay, Major Cack. (laughs) (laughs) He said she was very cold uh, and she was kind of demeaning in the way that she (laughs) treats people other than those who are in her circle. So not only did he witness how he was treated by her, but he saw her... And how she tweeted, pe- tweeted, treated people outside of, you know, the people that he was with, and he just said she's real cold. He said, "You see her on TV; people fall in love with her, but it's a false facade and bravado." You start hearing these stories, and I was like, "Man, there's got to be more to this. She's not the person she portrays to be; that she's playing off society." That's my opinion.
2: So I think this is one of those things where, <coughs>
1: <coughs>
3: yeah.
2: I think this is one of those things where, like, you could write him off as sour grapes, or you could write him off by saying something like, you know, like, you can't expect a person to be on always, and she's not always going to be the happy-go-lucky Ellen. She's a human being. Sometimes she's going to be kind of a, a Deuteronomy, right? I don't know what that means. It just sounds like, you know. A Judy Dench. Yeah, a Dench, Jench. And, um,
0: a Deuteronomy. A
2: Deuteronomy, right? <laughs> but... Here's why I think that's not enough because, yeah, all those things are true. Like, you know, um, people run into you in the hall and they're like, Whoa, that is not the same Colleen that I hear on the air so 24 I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just saying we're all like complex people and that's capable true. of multiple emotions. It's exactly true, but um, we've now heard enough of these stories of Mr. um, <laughs> Mr. Major Cack and um. <laughs> Uh, that to me that paints another picture, right? And why I wouldn't take that as much of a story or as much of into account as I would all the like pre-produced, highly edited, best foot forward versions. Like, of I think that that's totally acceptable to take those accounts into account as well, right? Like, yeah, sure, I bet you Ellen has bad days and good days. However, I also think it's appropriate when you get to the level of Ellen. To dig a little deeper and have a better, wider sense. And if she's not going to give us that insight, then I think you can take sort of big picture, the whole of, you know, the contrary. And I think at this point, we've started to get a body of contrary Mm -hmm. thoughts, perspectives and ideas about what she's like in private. That seems equally worthy of of um, appreciation, right?
1: Right. And I'm not saying that you have to go whole hog on Mr. Major Cack's side yeah. or whole hog on uh, the love- people who say she's so great. Yeah. But but the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle of all of that. Yeah. And, and, you know, listen, she's a human being. Um, I think the point is that oftentimes she is portrayed as some sort of, like, savior um, and, like, this angel and oftentimes the people that we are getting that message from are people who have gained something from her
2: yes I, and i think this is the problem that on the our show if i can be so bold as to speak for us uh all the the, the thing we in, appreciate on our show is is taking people into account for who they are as people overall and not just buying this sort of like you know, again, pre-produced, well-polished version of themselves, which right. thank you. Like, I, there are some days that I want to like run to Oprah and walk on some hot coals with her and be like, girl, it's going to be okay. We're <laughs> all going to get through it. Right. Like I want that some days, but then I also want to know that at the end of the day, Oprah is just like me and she can be a, you know, BI to the TCH. hmm
1: mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what are you doing? I'm I'm actually serious. That's all we want to know. What you up to? Literally. Like right now? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. What you doing? Six, five, (laughs) one. Six, four, one. What you doing? One, oh, seven, one. That's the segment. What you doing? Okay.
2: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home.